Okay, I'll start it. Yep. Milk and cereal. Milk and cereal. Milk and cereal. Cereal and milk. Milk and cereal. Cereal, cereal. Milk and cereal. Cereal and milk. Cereal and milk. Milk cereal and cereal. Cereal and milk. 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 Milk and cereal. Cereal and and milk. Cereal and milk. (laughs) All right. Welcome back to Serious Series of Utmost Importance, the series. I'm the host here. My name is Tom. I'm another host. And what is your name, other host? My name is Neil. All right, Neil. I usually edit out how awkward it is at the beginning. Don't worry. I like it like that. Don't edit this out either. Not this time. This is all staying in. (laughs) What are we talking about today, Tom? Uh, Today, we really racked our brains about it and wanted to give the people something that they've been clamoring for for a long time, something really hard-hitting and, and serious and gritty. I've been, Every time I see someone on the street and they recognize me by my voice, they're always asking, when are you doing this episode? And it gets I really know. annoying, and I'm really happy that we're finally delivering it to them. It's crazy. I can't fly commercial anymore because of the same thing. Like, I have to fly first class. Um, otherwise, the... You know, the commoners back in the back seats, they just, they, they always want to talk about this subject. I've exclusively moved to hot air balloon travel because of this. Just like that Amazon Prime movie that looked really crappy. Is there an Amazon Prime Anyways, what are we talking about? <laughs> All right, we are talking about breakfast cereal. Yeah. I guess it doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be just breakfast cereal, but, you know, cereal. Well, like right off the bat. Cereal isn't any time of the day meal or snack. That's my philosophy. If you're kind of hungry or not really hungry, but just bored and want to eat something. It's the best food for (laughs) bored eating. Yeah. Or if you're like me and have reflux, after you've had a bunch of coffee that you know you shouldn't have had, you can have some cereal and it just tames it. It helps. Yeah. Well, I know you are a big cereal fan. I'm a cereal uh, do you, enthusiast. Do you currently have cereal in your house? <sighs> yes, but just a little bit of special K. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I always thought you were more of a like sugary cereal kind of guy. I am, and I've made some positive lifestyle changes in the last few years. Wow. Um, and I, I try to avoid having cereal in my house because it doesn't last very long. Yeah. No, I remember that. There are always, like, five boxes. Well, because, you know, you have to have enough for a complete bowl. You can't just have, like, a little tiny bit at the end of the, the Cheerios that you're putting in. And it's all in. crumbs. Yeah, it's all crumbs. And, I mean, if you have if you have five boxes where it's just that tiny little tenth at the end left, you can combine that, sure, into, <laughs> into a mega cereal and crumb bowl. But you can't just have, like, a tenth of a bowl of... of Frosted Flakes, that's an abomination. Right. That's that's a direct insult to God. 
Okay, well, speaking of abominations, how do you feel about this? Did you know in Europe they actually use warm milk with their cereal? Oh, my God. <laughs> When's World War III? I'm ready. <laughs> I've even heard of some people who use water with their cereal. That is truly disgusting. Wait, I can't remember is... if I told you the story or not. What? Well, there was one time... Wait, I really never told you this? I don't know. I thought you were just giving me shit for it just now. Um, we had come back from a night out, and I really wanted cereal, because there was nothing else to eat. And like Sometimes after you drink, you want a snack, you know? So, um, there was no milk. <laughs> but I didn't know there was no milk until I had already poured the cinnamon toast no. crunch. So I, I had it with water. Oh, it was awful. How was it? It was disgusting. <laughs> I regretted it with every bite, but I finished it. You know, cinnamon, and the thing is, cinnamon toast crunch is probably one of the best cereals you could have with water. <sighs> it, it really wasn't. Just imagine putting sugar into your flakes. water. That'd be disgusting. Well, I mean, cinnamon toast crunch, I, I mean, there's some cinnamon in there, but I think it's mostly just sugar. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, maybe rock bottom for you. One of not one even close. rock bottom. <laughs> Just when you think you've hit rock bottom, bam, it goes even deeper. Okay, let me ask you another controversial uh, cereal question. And I think you already basically answered it. Hmm. Uh, what do you pour first, your cereal or your milk? I've met people who pour their milk and then just plop their cereal into it like little turds. And let me tell you... <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm I'm with you. Um, that makes no sense. And generally, like, from a logical point of view, well, let me just say, you're, you were drinking that night, so I'll give you a pass. <laughs> but, like, you can tell how much milk is left because the carton is, if you have, like, a jug, it's see-through. Or you can at least lift it up and you know how much cereal you might forget and then when you pour if you already poured the milk and then you don't have enough cereal then you just waste all that milk you're yeah not, you just you have drink you just have a weird a bowl crumbs? of milk that has a little bit of of carb in it yeah no i'm with you i would like to i would like to find some people who pour their milk first and like figure out what the what what happened to them I'm too afraid of asking people in my own life because I'd have to cut them out of my life. It's <laughs> a good point. Um, what was the reason you chose this topic? You said there was a story behind it today. Okay, so I actually have a story. Do you know? Do you know the story of how cereal was invented? I looked it up a little while ago, but hit me with it. Okay, so you may know Kellogg cereal brands. You ever heard of that? I have. <laughs> they basically own all, almost all the cereal out there. The other one is Post, and we'll get to that. Um, I think we read the same article. Okay. Um, so Kellogg was founded by two brothers um, who were around in kind of the late uh, 19th century, early 20th century. So it was Will Keith Kellogg and his brother John Harvey Kellogg. 
so Jarn Harvey was kind of the 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 guy behind the actual cereal product and his idea of creating cereal wasn't to like have a great breakfast for every American um, something that was easy to make and you could just eat and then go to work or something it was very different John Har- John Harvey Kellogg was a very devout Christian Seventh-day Adventist <laughs> we read the same article <laughs> He believed he wanted he was disgusted by the vigorous and unrelenting sexual activity of Americans in the late 19th century. And he wanted to find he wanted to create some kind of food that would dull Americans sex drive. So he created cornflakes <laughs> and he was particularly against masturbation and would bring people to his sanitarium and feed them cornflakes to try to get them to stop masturbating. This was a very... (laughs) This is... This is what you're doing when you're eating your special K in the morning. (laughs) I mean, to be fair... Whenever I'm eating cereal, I'm not masturbating, so he might have been <laughs> onto something. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, God. So, John Harvey, weird guy, for sure. He was a surgeon. Um, yeah, he was a surgeon. And, you know, probably a pretty smart guy, but was, like, had some weird beliefs and... um. He was a Seventh-day Adventist, which actually, they're very healthy. They're one of the Blue Zones, if you know what that is. I don't. There's a Blue, a blue Zone is, you know, like the five places in the world where um, identified where people, reg- you know, a very, very high uh, abnormal number of like 90 or 100-year-old people. Oh. There's actually one with Seventh-day Adventists east of L.A., and they are, you know, they're vegetarians. They don't drink. They don't smoke. They don't drink coffee. Um, they actually live a very, like, wholesome... They have, like, a good diet. And they don't eat too much and stuff. Um, they, <laughs> they don't masturbate either. I mean... I, so I made that last part up. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like they live long, healthy, boring-ass lives. Yeah. A hundred years of not much happening. A hundred years of eating cornflake. Yeah. Cornflakes. Multiple. They don't just get one at birth and nibble on it through their life. Yeah. So John Harvey, you know, kind of had this idea and his brother actually was the business guy. Yes. And actually... Will Keith Kellogg. Right. He actually was kind of the brains behind the business of Kellogg's. Now, there's an interesting uh, tangent to this story. One of their patients in their sanitarium that they had was a guy named C.W. Post. Well, but let me let me clarify. So, Kellogg, the surgeon, he had, mm-hmm. I think, a clinic, and then he also had a sanitarium. Post right. came to the clinic for ulcer treatment. Ah, that, that's not it. The, not the sanitarium. And Although, you know, he that... probably had some mental illness. But right. I'm basing that off of the fact that 
he he went all in on uh, on a product to stop masturbation. Yeah. So Post had the you know he was so he was at their clinic, as you said, and you know discovered this new cornflake diet, and thought it was a pretty good idea, <laughs> and stole it. <laughs> he took the idea and created his own company, Post. Well, actually, I think it was called Postum Cereal, uh, so which I, is weird. It later it was called just Post. There's actually a so. Let me, because we're moving ahead in the timeline, let me jump back and then I'll go back to the post thing. The cereal itself, invented in 1863 by James Caleb Jackson. He created this flour dough product that accidentally dried out overnight and it became so hard that it needed milk to be edible. And he called Mm. that, he sold it and called it granula. A couple of years later, (laughs) someone made the same thing but called it granola. Um... Then, oh wow! Yeah, and then it went to the stuff with the Kellogg's, um, and then oh, Will the younger Kellogg marketed the cereal without all the masturbation stuff to the rest of yeah, America. Yeah, he was like, "You're kind of crazy. This is kind of crazy, John." <laughs> and then <laughs> let's he, drop this. And then he also added sugar. Smart. Yeah. So then, C W Post. Um, you said it was, what was it called? He founded Postum Cereal Co. In 1895. Sorry, that was the company name. I thought you were saying that was the cereal name. Uh, so his first cereal was Postum Cereal Beverage, which is a powdered roasted grain beverage that was popular as a coffee substitute. Does that count as a coffee substitute? It's a cereal beverage. I didn't know cereal could be a beverage unless That's, you leave it in for a while. Gross. I was under well, the impression the first cereal was grape nuts that he made. So that was the big one, grape nuts. Uh, I've never had grape nuts. I don't know if they're still a thing. I've heard know. of it. Yeah, I've heard of it as well. Have you tried? Um, nuts. Have you tried a similar one? Um, D's nuts. <laughs> it's a good one. I like the cinnamon these nuts. Grape nuts was marketed as a cure for appendicitis, malaria, and consumption. And oh my God. also, they said eating grape nuts would boost your IQ and would help anchor loose teeth. And I feel like it would do the opposite for the loose teeth. But this was before there were regulations on such claims. There was no FDA. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, post also tried to make a knockoff of grape nuts actually came before cornflakes i think in terms of like Mm. the marketing race grape nuts then tried to make a knockoff of cornflakes and Mm -hmm. this was in 1904 and he called it elijah's mana (laughs) and the box had a picture of the prophet elijah from the old testament oh like manna from heaven yeah and the raven bringing the cereal and it caused this big uproar in the u.s and lots of church groups declared it sacrilege the product was banned from being imported into england oh my gosh and for so he like fought this for four years and then he was like fine i'll just change the name so he changed it from elijah's mana to post toasties (laughs) 
why were people so upset about that? Because it had a picture of the prophet Elijah on the box. And I think America was just a lot more against such things at the time. It, it is a little... That was definitely going too far. <laughs> <laughs> the bread of the God. Huh. I actually found a website that has a timeline of all of like the serials. And it was pretty interesting to look at. Okay. I'm not going to go through For both companies? All, from just like serial in general. I don't think mm-hmm. it was complete because it was missing a few classics. Um, but modern serial as we know it sort of started in the 1970s. Really? Like all the sugary shit. So what were we looking at pre-70s? The ones I wrote down, we uh, talked about a bunch of these. Granula, granola, grape nuts. This is in chronological order. Uh, mm-hmm. Grape nuts, cornflakes, Elijah's mana, post toasties, bran flakes, Wheaties. Bran flakes. Yeah. Wow. Wheaties are like one of the earliest ones. And then Rice Krispies, also oh. really early. Then you get to Kicks and then Cherry Oats, Kicks. which... Uh, Stuck around as a name for, I think, less than five years before it was converted to Cheerios. Got it. And then Raisin Bran and then Frosted Flakes in the 50s. Okay. Tricks Special K was 1955, so ketamine's been around since at least then. Uh, Cocoa Puffs, Alphabets, Life. And then you get to the 60s, and that's when you start to see a lot of the famous ones. Captain Crunch. Lucky Charms, Cocoa Pebbles, Frankenberry, which I've actually never had Frankenberry. No. Do they still make it? I don't know. Mini Wheats in 1978. And then there were a lot of uh, branded cereals in the 80s, which is my favorite thing that I've learned about, I think. There was a Donkey Kong cereal. That's crazy. Uh, There was a Smurfberry Crunch. (laughs) 1984 saw C-3PO's. As a cereal. And also the Mr. T cereal. What? It was T-shaped. I think there was some product placement in a Pee Wee Herman movie. (laughs) And Mr. T, the slogan was, I pity the fool who doesn't eat my cereal. Wow. Yeah. Then there was a Barbie cereal, and I stopped writing them down after this because there's like an explosion of all the modern cereals. Yeah, I think I'm looking at this. Um, there really hasn't been much. I mean, the sixty, the fifties, and the sixties were kind of like the the best year for cereal, like the great period of, of cereal, inter- the golden age of our society. <laughs> wow, yeah, there's been nothing new, just the uh, knockoffs of the original stuff. No, I will say there has been something new. I haven't tried it out of concern for my health, but last year I started seeing this on store shelves and one day I'm going to try it. Frosted what flakes with Lucky Charm marshmallows in it. What? Yeah. Like, are they still the same, uh, like, shapes of marshmallows? Yeah, it's the Lucky Charms. Whoa. But with Frosted Flakes. Okay, well, this is a good segue into how you feel about some of these, like, big like sugar brands that are really pretty different, you know, you can talk about like cornflakes or special K, but they're, they're all pretty similar. Yeah. Like 
I like them, you know, especially if you add like some fruit or something to it. Yeah. Makes it a little sweeter. I definitely have no problem with healthy cereals and yeah, I, in general, I've stopped eating cereal as like a breakfast because I always yeah. get hungry like a couple of hours later because it's yeah. just carbs. But the, some of the protein cereals are more filling some of the special K's and I forget, uh, I think it's like from Whole Foods, probably some uh, from other health food places too, but um, mm-hmm. Kashi. Kashi is always good. I, I hate Kashi. I eat it and really? it just tastes, I mean, it's good for me, but I eat it and it wow. tastes like cardboard and it doesn't bring me joy. <laughs> that was like what, basically the only cereal I had at home when I was a kid. Oh my God. The be- like the best I could ask for is kashi with dried like cranberries or something in it or raspberry. I mean Which to is be actually fair, pretty good. To be fair, you're a lot healthier than I am. <laughs> and that's <laughs> probably a reason I... why you weren't raised on on Lucky Charms and and uh, Jack Daniels. I think that's a, I think there's truth to that. Um, I I'll take a. I'm gonna just put this out there. This is a very controversial take, and I'm. I don't mention it very often, but I really don't like Lucky Charms. When I, because I never had it at home, and like mm. at school, every once in a while, like they would have snacks, and Lucky Charms were one of them, and I, all the kids loved it, and I was like, sweet, I see commercials all the time. I thought they were disgusting. I thought the marshmallows were awful. I couldn't take it. Uh, that's fair, but I mean, I didn't know that you hated Irish people. <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> um, I understand I like the commercials that. though. Yeah, they're great Dark commercials. Stars and horseshoes, clovers and balloons. They're not traditional marshmallows. They don't taste like normal yeah. marshmallows. They taste like dried marshmallows. That being said. I like them, but I mm-hmm. understand that they're not good. <laughs> but with cereal, like with the the lucky part of the Lucky Charms, they, it's mm-hmm. a very nice blended mix that just tastes like a sugary soup in my mouth. Mm. Great way to start your day. <laughs> you can buy just the charms on Amazon. You can buy like a Ugh. a bulk supply of just the charms. Ugh. Growing up, there was also a There's Spider-Man a cereal. Oh. There, was, there was also a Spider-Man cereal that had marshmallows that were similar to that. And one okay. of my earliest memories is hiding in my pantry um, with the box of Spider-Man cereal because my mom had just gotten it from the grocery store. And I knew that I had to get to the marshmallows before my sister did because she would always pick the marshmallows out. And then I'd be having a bowl of cereal that I was expecting to have marshmallows in. And it was just disgusting grains. So people couldn't find me for like three hours because I was just hiding in the pantry (laughs) eating marshmallows. It makes sense why you love cereal so much now. (laughs) Uh, So I I will say I, I do like some of like... I always love Frosted Flakes. That's so good. Well, they're more than good. Are they? <laughs> they're adequate. <laughs> um, oh. Fruit Loops. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's also the name of a, a 
music software, isn't it? Fruit Loops? Yeah. Isn't that what a lot of people make samples on now? I don't know. Is it spelled the same way? I think for legal reasons, no. Yeah. Oh. So going back to Post, mm-hmm. I'm looking at their... Like, I never really noticed what is Kellogg versus Post. Yeah, Kellogg either. has all the best cereal. Is Kellogg under You're... the General Mills banner? Uh, I don't know. What cereals does Post have? Oh, that's right, General Mills. Um, Post, okay, they only have, so they have Chips Ahoy. That's, that's cereal? A, that's a, yeah, that's weird. Okay, so they have all of the pebble, like Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles, um, Honey Bunches of Oats. Ooh, actually, that's a strong contender for a, a really good cereal. <laughs> that's that's not completely overloaded on sugar. Was their commercial the one with like that badger or something on it? I honestly don't remember. Okay, they have. Uh, I remember Oreo O's. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. Mm. Raisin Bran. That's a big one. Yeah. I like it. That's pretty much it. Okay, here's a gross one. Sour Patch Kids cereal. Uh, (laughs) No, man. That's all they have. And then they just have all these, like, discontinued uh, theme ones, like the Fairly Odd Parents cereal. They had a cereal? (laughs) Yeah. The Pink Panther Flakes. Or Hulk. It was. It wasn't like Hulk flakes or Hulk smashums no, or something. No, it's just called Hulk. It was just called Hulk. That's a failure of imagination, is what that is. Yeah. I totally forgot about General Mills too. I thought General Mills and Kellogg were like the same. Are they not? I think they're different. Oh, no. God. So General Mills actually has a lot. Um, let me just make sure that's right. Yeah, General Mills has Cheerios. Oh. Cinnamon yep. Toast Crunch. Ooh. Cocoa Puffs. Cookie Crisp. Count oh, Chocula. yes. Uh, <laughs> French Toast Crunch. Lucky Charms. I think, I think you can't count French Toast Crunch... As a different That's, thing than cinnamon toast I crunch. Know. It's just Otherwise, the, you'd be just, in, in the same way you can't count cereal. like all the Cheerio type spinoffs as different yeah. Cheerios. Wheaties. Ooh. Okay, so of the three major cereal players, then we have Kellogg, Post, and General Mills. Is that correct? Right. And then you okay, like, so not counting your weird health food stores. No, no, no. Okay, so here's the major ones for Kellogg's. Apple Jacks, Ooh. I think is pretty good. A- Apple Jacks and Fruit Loops are different companies? Uh, yeah. Oh. oh, no, no, no. Fruit Loops is is Kellogg's. Okay, because I always imagined they were just made at the same factory. Yeah, they are. Okay, so Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops, Cocoa Krispies... Which I think is just Rice Krispies. It's chocolate. Crackling Oat Bran. Actually, like that. That stuff's good. I forgot about that. Uh, Frosted Mini Wheats. Also really good. 
Oh, that is Those my favorite cereal. Those are like big, big pieces. No, my favorite version is the mini bites <laughs> of the frosted. There's the mini, a, mini wheats? Yeah, there's a frosted mini wheats bite size. And that's just, that is my jam. Wait, they also have Raisin Bran? How is that possible? General Mills? Kellogg's and Kellogg. Post. I don't know. Rice Krispies. Uh, Scooby-Doo cereal. Special Ooh. K. So I would say Post, definitely the worst. Yeah. And I'd give the edge to Kellogg's, I think. But I think so, General too. Mills, you said Frosted Flakes was under Kellogg's, or...? Um. Yeah. Okay. So for brand awareness, I gotta give it to Kellogg. Like all the cereals that you wanted in the cereal aisle, they were they had the big red Kellogg on it. Yeah, it's true. Except for um, Lucky Charms, Hmm. and I mean, no one wanted. Oh, and, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. What's the best spin-off cereal? And um, I'll give you a few of the ones that I remember as far as like options. You have, as we talked about, you have Cheerios, which has Honey Nut Cheerios. I was just about to ask about that. Protein Cheerios, Multigrain Cheerios, and Frosted Cheerios. A Those are good. favorite of mine. Those are uh, good. You have the Toast Crunch family with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, French Toast Crunch, others. Um, yep. What else? You have Captain Crunch, of course, probably one of the most prolific spinoffs. Because <laughs> you got Captain Crunch, you got Peanut Butter Crunch, you got um, what's the what's the one with the with the berries? Crunch berries. Oh yeah, I remember that. So you have Captain Crunch with Crunch berries, and then you all you have a Captain Crunch that was like, "Oops, all berries," and it was just the round part. <laughs> I remember that too. Um, am I missing any major spinoffs? Oh, Rice Krispies and yeah, Rice Krispie Treats. Oh, that's not cereal, but those are good. No, it's cereal. Rice Krispie Treats cereal? Yeah, it's the purple box. It's the hardest thing to what? find. I can only generally find it in the same places that I find Frosted Cheerios. Whoa. Um... Okay, I'm gonna go a little not. I'm, it's not. It's not like the pure sugar, but I love the frosted Cheerios and Honey Nut Cheerios. Like, yeah, those are just just right on the sugar amount. And Honey Nut Cheerios is allegedly good for your cholesterol. Remember that? Yeah. I, like all the commercials said, heart healthy. Actually, all the the box the box always said. And specifically Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. I don't know the science behind that, and I'm very suspicious. I think it's one of those things like, yes, it's healthy, but relative to what? (laughs) (laughs) Cardiologists recommend having a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios versus having a heart attack. It's healthier for (laughs) you. Exactly. So, I think so you're, there's literally you're, a documentary about that. Is there really? Yeah. So your preferred spin-off cereal is Honey Nut Cheerios or Frosted Cheerios? Yeah. 
You? Um, bite-sized mini wheats. I remember you having them. I don't think I ever had them. They're but that sounds good. I remember the first time I had mini wheats, I was really upset because they were not mini at all. Um, but then I grew, I I grew to love them. Like, you really only need like ten. Um, but then you had all that milk left over. Yeah. Oof. What's the cereal that fucks up the milk the most? For me, I'd probably say Lucky Charms. Okay, that's a good one. I think anything fruity, like Fruit Loops. I don't like drinking the milk after. But like if it's chocolatey, then it's good. Chocolate? I've never been a big chocolate person. And to me, chocolate has no place in my cereal. It needs to get out. Really? Yeah. But then it makes a chocolate milk. Yeah, but I I was always a strawberry milk kid. (laughs) Oh, God. Come on. Are you kidding me? No, 100% serious. So, wait, were there, like, uh, next to the Hershey's syrup, chocolate, there was Hershey's strawberry syrup? Yeah, but I preferred the um, the powder. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's gross. I mean, I, think... I would have I loved strawberry milk, too. But I guess we always had the chocolate syrup. Did you ever put chocolate syrup in your kashi? I don't think so. I, I you know what? Did. I don't remember it, but I'm sure I did. That seems like something <laughs> that I would do. I feel like it's hard to have a kid in a house be like, here's your non-sugary cereal. It's right yeah. next to the chocolate syrup. Yeah. God will punish you if you mix them. I definitely did that. Also, don't masturbate, young Tom. <laughs> um. brands we were talking about a little while ago and the 1970s 1980s the mm-hmm. cereal marketing push um was heavily marketed with sugary cereals towards kids right yeah and then they added all these fun mascots mm-hmm. which it started in the 50s with tony the tiger right. but in the process of our thorough heavy research for this episode as we heavily research all our episodes for an hour beforehand. <laughs> um, Tony the Tiger was not a slam dunk. Like, this is going to be the mascot for Frosted Flakes. Really? There were three others in contention. Oh, wow. So they started the marketing campaign with Tony the Tiger, Katie the Kangaroo, Elmo the Elephant, and this is my favorite, Newt the New. G-N-U. Newt? Newt? Yeah. The new? Yeah. And Tony the Tiger was the most popular. I mean, that makes sense. Newt the new. I'm looking him up. It basically looks like a horse that has, like, uh, tusks on its forehead. (laughs) Um, That is weird. And then later... Tony the Tiger had a family in the 70s. Oh, really? Yep. He had a a wife. He had a a son, Tony Jr., who was the mascot of a different cereal, Frosted Rice cereal. And then he had a daughter named Antoinette. What? 
I don't know what Antoinette was. Cereal? I don't. I don't know. The, this article just gave me the name Antoinette, and I don't know what she was there for. Huh. So, do you think Tony the Tiger is the most iconic brand mascot? Yeah. More Wait, than the leprechaun. Um. Yeah, I'd say times. so. Yeah. Apparently, Newt the New was a wildebeest. Oh really? Which I'm. I'm oh, that, that kind of doesn't make sense. any sense. Well, it looks like it. it. I mean, alliteration, right? And. But why not call him like Willy the Wildebeest or something? That's a good point. It, his name didn't have to be New, Newt. So, can you name the only? As far as I know, the only, like, branded TV show serial that, like, actually has lasted through the years? Oh, yeah. Pretty Pebbles. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Like, that's how... That's, like, basically the Flintstones' main uh, place in culture today. I would argue that... The Flintstones also make chewable vitamins. Oh, those are so good. <laughs> those are good. Like a Bam Bam one. Yeah. Oh, I loved good. those vitamins. They were so good. Okay. What was in that? Mainly sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the main thing we're learning is that most of the marketing for kids is just giving them sugar yeah i wouldn't be surprised if those vitamins said they prevented consumption and tuberculosis (laughs) and masturbating (laughs) oh god fun fact about tony the tiger i found online Mm -hmm. um (sighs) the original voice of tony the tiger was dallas mckinnon who also voiced Gumby okay. and the original Snap, oh. Crackle, and Pop voices for Rice Krispies. And the next sentence is another fun fact. Tony the Tiger, Kellogg's uh, Frosted Flakes mascot, once asked followers to stop sending him anthropomorphic animal porn via Twitter. What? <laughs> I okay. think... I have many questions. I have no answers. <laughs> First... Is that true? It was Second, on a random website on the internet, so it must be true. Was that from Kellogg's web, website or Twitter? No, that was from Third, some random website. Does that actually does that kind of stuff actually exist? Like furry porn? Yeah, is that what it is? I'm sure that's what it must have been. I literally I didn't, I didn't like click on a, like a furry porn link. This was Let just a see. fun fact about Tony the Tiger. I need to do some research here. Um, Tony, Tony's signature voice comes from Thurl Ravenscroft, an actor and voice artist mm. also known for his songs in the movie The Grinch. Hmm. Like the, not like the main Grinch song, is it? I think so. That makes sense. He's a deep voice. You're a Tony mean one. Yeah. Newt the new. You're a wilder beast, not a new. 
you said you think he's the the best mascot or the or or lucky no definitely tony the tiger um i mean i don't I think the main one of the takeaways is I hate Lucky Charms and Irish people, so Lucky's not even close. Um, I never really liked Fruity Pebbles, but I always liked their commercials. Same with Cookie Crisp. I never tried it, but I liked their commercials a lot. Cookie Crisp. Yeah, I, I love those commercials. Um, I think I've tried the cereal a couple of times. Like, it it's just a make, cookie, right? Yeah, it's just a cookie. And and it works with milk. The point of the like a tiny, too. They're like a tiny little cookie that you add some milk to. Cool, but you know you don't need that. They're not even good cookies. No, they're not. And here's here's another fun fact that the internet has told me. In 2019, for Spirit Day, Kellogg Company partnered uh, with Glad to create a limited edition all together cereal. And this had a mashup of all of their best cereals. It had Corn Flakes, Fruit Loops, Frosted Flakes, Frosted Mini Wheats, Raisin Bran, and Rice Krispies. All in one box? All in one box. Um, it was only sold for one day. Whoa. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It cost $20. Okay, that's stupid. <laughs> well, it was like it was like fundraising for Glad. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Um, what about the toys inside of the cereal box? That started really early. The The younger yeah. Kellogg brother, I think, came up with that. Oh, that was his... He um, realized how to hook kids onto it. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was him or if it was like a later cereal like Wheaties or something, but I'm pretty sure it was him. Um, how do I feel about it? I think I yeah. feel good about it. I think so too. But I will say, I don't remember getting many cool stuff from it. Like I, mo- I, I feel like that CDs. was bigger CDs in it. Oh, yeah. to put on your computer, mm-hmm. and then you could go to some like cool website. Yeah, or um, I remember one came with like a little mini DVD. Mm-hmm. Like just the small centered portion of the DVD. You know how in like DVD players there was the outer ring and the inner ring. The inner ring was for these mini DVDs. Oh, interesting. Which were not, I think, exclusively found in breakfast cereals, but that was the only place I encountered them. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like the actual toys were probably a thing of earlier decades. Yeah. Like getting a decoder ring or a kaleidoscope or something. Yeah, what is a decoder ring? I don't know. Were they just but really the, training it is the, the classic, to be spies? It is the classic serial uh, toy, right? Yeah. Jumping back to um, mascots for a second. Captain Crunch. He has not advanced in his career in the navy whatsoever <laughs> he's still since the 60s and also no, admiral looking, crunch yeah he should be an admiral by now or he was killed in action well he's not a captain he's a captain so he should be an admiral 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 
I think you just said Admiral. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. <laughs> I'm looking at this other uh, reviewing serial article, and the number one is Captain Crunch Sprinkled Donut Crunch, which I've never heard of. Mm. But I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna try that. The cereal tastes like sugar cookies and looks like little donuts. Wow. Yeah, for all you cereal fans out there, MrBreakfast.com has a lot of really good information <laughs> about um, cereal. I have a question for you. Sure. Honeycomb cereal. Oh. You like I don't that? think I ever tried. I don't know if I... I never really ate it that much. What is their mascot? It's that uh, badger thing. That's is it what a I was badger? Trying to say. Is that what it is? The Miwon Honeycomb guy? Yeah. He what the fuck is he? <laughs> I don't know. He's like a mutated bee or something, I always thought, and it always turned me off a little bit. And they, you thought it was a bee? I thought it was like a giant No, that's the that's the uh Cheerios guy. It was a bee. Oh yeah. Well, I also thought this one was like a weird, disgusting Is it a weasel? His name is Crazy Craving. He's a wild-haired, marsupial-like cartoon character. Yeah, he was like... He was like rabid. He's an anthropomorphism of hunger. <laughs> it's a really abstract concept for a serial mascot, I think. You have like If you're that tiger. hungry, you shouldn't go for... You shouldn't go for honeycomb. And what about the Trix rabbit? I forgot how weird this uh, honeycomb guy looked. Yeah. He's he the stuff like of nightmares. Sonic the Hedgehog. Trick's Rabbit. Um, definitely creepy. Oh, no, I don't think he's creepy. I just think the kids are dicks. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's like a family guy thing. Oh, there is <laughs> another he... foundational thing like eating eating trips <laughs> and watching kill a kid or guy. something oh yeah <laughs> silly rabbit tricks are for kids <laughs> actually that is a pretty i mean i think after tony the tiger i'm not a tricks fan really but that is uh probably it's definitely top three mascot well, because he extends into yogurts as well. Oh, right. Trix yogurt. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you think about being a kid and think about watching, like, cartoons. Yeah. A lot of those commercials were freaking serial commercials. Like, probably like 5 to 10% of all <laughs> commercials were serial. <laughs> in, I've, I've discovered a lot about myself in this therapy session. <laughs> yeah I guess it's good that I've outgrown this a little bit because I would definitely get diabetes if I kept eating as much sugary cereal but they're still really nice as a thing to eat sometimes so now what do you eat for breakfast instead I don't eat a lot of breakfast you do intermittent fasting not on purpose <laughs> Um, when I do eat breakfast, I 
we'll eat oatmeal sometimes. Um, oatmeal is always good. I will eat eggs. I, I, yeah, I never really eat like a bowl of cereal as breakfast. It's always just like a mm-hmm. between lunch and dinner. I'm st- I'm hungry, or after dinner, yeah. I'm still hungry. Yeah, I actually. So when I'm at home, I'll eat eggs or something. But sometimes I don't uh, have time to eat breakfast before I go to the office. But our office has food. So do they have cereal? I will eat. Yes. Nice. But I will also. <laughs> I'll go with a piece of toast with some banana on it, a little thing of yogurt, maybe a granola bar, and cereal. Um, I can't just do the cereal on its own. It just doesn't like doesn't fill fill me up. And yeah, it's also banana, definitely I, like it's definitely like cornflakes. Just adding banana is a great move for most. It is cereals. Yeah, I don't think it would go well with any of the sugary cereals though. No. Sometimes for that breakfast, stuff is poison. I will eat. Have you heard of Soylent? Yes. Yeah, you that eat algae that? Ba- well, uh, a lot it's of ba- it's algae. It's it's like a sort of algae based thing. I don't know the exact. I thought it was soy. I thought it was algae, but you know maybe it's soy based on the name. <laughs> but they have caffeine in it. They have like formulations with caffeine, and sometimes. Oh. That's that's exactly what I need. Like I don't have time to, or desire to make a, a coffee in the morning before going to the hospital, and so I'll go to the hospital. My normal workflow when I'm on general floors is I'll like see all the patients, and then when I'm writing the notes for the day, that's when I am like hungry and need coffee. Mm-hmm. So that's when I will take out a soylent and drink it. Yeah, what does it taste like? I think nothing good, but I'm so used to the taste now because it's been like years that I've been doing this occasionally. Uh huh. Now that brings up a potential marketing idea. Serious series cereal. Oh. Where the it's marketed towards adults, and we have caffeine in it. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay, now is it like a sugary one? Yes. I think we can do sugary and no sugary. Yeah, sugary with no sugar in the same box. Like you never yeah. know what each spoon is gonna be. Oh, I like that. Um It could be in the shape of like a downward graph to represent our listener mm-hmm. count. Right. And or then... Romania. The shape of Romania, which is where most of our listeners live. <laughs> what about milk and cereal like bars? Did you ever have those? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't those think I liked good. those at all. I liked them. Didn't really stick. They're not they're... like as good as some of the other like granola bars out there. I think I remember those being too sugary. Oh wow, too sugary for you? Yeah. Okay, talking about that caffeine stuff just gave me an idea. Have you ever had, instead of milk, coffee in your cereal? I haven't, but, but that wait, was a line of thought. Coffee, coffee with milk in it. 
it's not as bad as like black coffee. If you really want to go crazy, you can put coffee with milk and sugar in it and so, then go with like, I mean, you could go crazy and just put Lucky Charms in it. So you're care. pouring a latte into cereal, basically. <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty good, right? I, I don't know. I'm sure there are people who do it, but but why? I mean, if you are if you are a busy person and you don't have time to eat your cereal and drink a whole cup of coffee, this is what you got to do. I I think we should try doing this. Well, so are you going to make the latte at home? Or are you going to go through all the effort of making the latte and then pouring it into oh. cereal? Or are you going to go Actually, out Actually, you bring up a, a good point. Do you have to mix it first before you pour it into the cereal? You say I bring you... up a good point as if I was on board with this idea. <laughs> That's a good... I think you have to first have the coffee and milk mixed together and then you put it in the cereal. I don't think you can put the cereal and then coffee and then milk. On a completely unrelated note, if we do have a cereal for this podcast, I think the mascot has to be Jake. Oh, I like it. As a cartoon version or like uh, himself? Just himself. Okay. What is uh, what is the cereal called? Serious Zeros. Okay, I like it. Of utmost importos, the Zeros. Are we going to be targeting anti-masturbation or putting kids on a fast track toward diabetes? Yes. If you could choose one. <laughs> I think we're nearing the end. What do you think? Yeah. So, so my question is yeah. if you had to combine all the cereals into one cereal, and I'm talking about the physical pieces of cereal, not like a bowl of two cereals together. Okay. What would be the best cereal? <sighs> Ooh. Um, what if you this is probably really stupid what if you took frosted flakes Uh and then you put the size of mini wheats so you had really big flakes they just didn't cut them so small that's brilliant i'm not sure if that's good i think that's really good i'm very proud of you thanks okay what about you um i think i'd take the bite-sized frosted mini wheats Mm -hmm. um and so I have two ways I could go with this. I either have the bite-sized frosted mini wheats, and instead of the just frosted sugar on the top of the mini wheat, you have like the cinnamon toast crunch flavoring. Oh, that'd be good. And I feel like that would be best for flavor. But for shape, you would take half of the frosted mini wheat and then take half of a Fruit Loop and put it on top of it like a lock, like a padlock. <laughs> That would require a lot of time in the factory to make that work. Yeah, but I think flavor-wise, it would be interesting. That sounds good. Let me ask you one follow-up question Mm -hmm. on a topic of frosted mini-wheats. Have you or have you not ever in your life picked up a frosted mini-wheat and licked the the sugary side before eating it? No, I don't lick the sugary side. I will put the whole thing in my mouth 
take it to the the back teeth which have more power and then bite at the top where the sugar and the rest of the wheat come together uh, so that just the sugar part falls off take the rest out throw that bit away and just eat that sugar (laughs) have you? Uh, (laughs) what? (laughs) bitten just (laughs) just taking just the sugary side now have you licked the sugary side? Yes. That's so what do I you ask. do with it? Just enjoy that sugar and then <laughs> and then I put it in my mouth and eat it. Okay, I thought you were going to say, yeah, I lick it and then I just put it back in the box. <laughs> That's I mean, have you taken an Oreo and um, twisted off it off and just eaten the, the white stuff? And thrown away the rest? Yeah. No. Have yeah, me you? neither. Why do you ask? Come on. Ugh. Double stuffed. What if you had to combine two cereal mascots? Oh. Alright. I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Count Chocula and Mr. T. Because I think we always wanted that Mr. T vampire movie. Oh my god. Mr. V. <laughs> Mr. V. That'd be great. Um, I think I'd take Captain Crunch and Tony the Tiger. Mm-hmm. And you would have Admiral Tiger. Or Admiral Tony. Ooh. Nice. Tony and Tiger could get, get up to that. Yeah, he'd get right. the promotion. He, he has yeah. the tenacity that um, Mr. Crunch lacks. Yeah. Tony the Tiger is also like Jack. 65 years old. Oh. Yeah, so he could, he would already have done it. Captain Crunch is an immortal. Tony the Tiger, there could have been multiple Tony the Tigers. Like just little baby tigers that you name Tony. Right, or Anton, Anton what is her name? Antoinette? Oh, Antoinette. The daughter, yeah. Yeah. Also, Captain Crunch is very short. He's like looks like Napoleon. <laughs> is he based off Napoleon? He kind of seems like he would be, right? That's my headcanon now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I have nothing to really say about him, but Toucan Sam, what a great, what a great dude. Love that guy. 